Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, Jason Christie here. Hope you're very well. Before we get stuck into this week's podcast. Yes, we have some V exciting news to share with you, and that is the fact that there is an opportunity that we We'll meet you and we're very, very excited about it because we've been banging on about wanting to meet you guys for ages. Yes, we are doing a live podcast. It is called the Thinker Girls Posse Podcast, which means that everybody that listens to the show is going to be in the hot seat. You can join us in Melbourne on Saturday the 18th of November or in Sydney Saturday 25th of November. Both shows start at 8pm and you can find all of the ticket information at our Facebook page. Whoop, whoop. It's that time of the week again. What does that mean if I'm addicted to my vibrator? <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. We are two radio chicks who talk shit on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying. Filled with so many amazing, so many inspiring, talented, hilarious chicks. Coming up this app. How much can you fight for someone who doesn't want to be fought for? How much can you try to make something work or try to help someone who doesn't want to be helped? Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hello. I can't, I've got a new intro because I've realised after listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, um, and I haven't listened to it in forever, I reintroduce what he's already introducing, what the intro is. Yeah, so now I need to think of something to say to begin this show. I think what you just said saying hello is good. Oh. Because like, <laughs> chances are, by this point, you know you're listening to Think You Got The Podcast. I'm Stacey June. I'm Christy Mercer. Oh, that's new. Yeah, that's yeah, it's new. very official. Oh, territory. <laughs> it's very... Babes. Whoa. Do you know what it is? Everything's new right now, Mercy. I know, it's so new. It's like when you, you're you used to holding like your boyfriend or somebody's hand a certain way and then they flip their hand so yours is on the top and you're yes. like, what the fuck? Sometimes, like, it feels so freaky. Sometimes I'm okay with the child parent hand with my boyfriend. He's not into it. Wait, do you, are you talking about the couple's hold where your fingers I are do a couple's hold yeah but okay I'm gonna tell you something really dorky but <laughs> Go the on. other night Go I on. was like um I just was excited to be home like clearly and he lives there now life. so it's quite exciting so I was like Welcome to your life. I'm like let's do everything before we go to bed together so that means go to the kitchen put a glass in the sink walk to the lamp turn the lamp off walk I'd already brushed my teeth so walk with him and I held his hand like a parent like I was like all right, now we'll go into the bathroom and <laughs> you brush your hair, your teeth and I'll keep holding your hand. Then we'll turn the light. Like, that is what I did recently in my own house. You guys, <laughs> she's in love. Yeah, I, I really love that guy. I'm so... It's so nice. Yeah, it it's is very nice. nice to hear. It is nice. How is everyone going? Um, we are two radio chicks who talk shit on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying. The thinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all of the episode was had with... So many amazing women. It's been over four years that we've recorded this mm-hmm. show. Um, someone suggested the other day we need to define the two podcasts a little bit clearer. Everybody get very confused. Okay. Well, Which, this is more of a D&M that you'd have you. over yes. a vino on a Saturday night with three of your besties. Mm. And then the radio show is more like with, I don't pow, know. Pow, 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 today. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, yeah. Kiss, we're on kiss, yeah. kiss. <laughs> it's more like that. <laughs> 
That's just right. with more bells and whistles. Yeah, so many. And short and sharp. It's yeah, like a, get in and get it's out. It's like a yeah. It's like yeah, a, it's sh- like a quickie. Dick. Just yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoo, 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 shoo in there. Whereas this. But just not up the ass. This not is up no. Because that's slow. No. <laughs> you don't want to be going in there no, too no, quick. No. You'll, you'll be this ready. This is slow <laughs> and passionate and you mm. take your time. Oh, nice. Yeah, see, much. I knew you'd like that. I love it. Sounds like love And making. heaps of kissing to start. Yes, yes. You know, you may have heard a giggle because we don't <laughs> usually have a podcast guest in the studio, no, which PS I think we need to change for yeah. next year. Audio quality, blah, blah, blah. Sales, you know, you want to. You want a commercial? Anyway, like, schedule a meeting yeah. for that, babes. Here is not the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But that is true. I'm, I give I too much information. I, I hear you. Um, but this particular giggle that you can you can hear, oh, we are just so wrapped to have you on the show. I tell you what, we've had, we've, and we say this a bit, but we have had a dream list for maybe since we were in regional yeah, radio. Yeah, four or five years. Yeah, and you've been up from the very beginning. Um, she has a new single. It's called Not Too Late. So she's doing the rounds and we've got her for a long Woo-hoo! time. We are talking in. about Ricky Lee. Oh, Hello, that's Chicky. That's so exciting. That's so nice. It is nice. It's you nice know, to feel wanted. Yeah, because you are wanted desired. here. That is for sure. Well, you have a list, and obviously you've got yeah, great. They've got a good following. We'll you know really bounce off them. But then you've also got on top of that people you genuinely would love to lol and have a yarn. You're with, on the legitly. You're, yeah, you are on the legit. Li- I mean, yeah. legit list. Not yeah. that there's two. Di- not that there's different lists, but I just mean. Come on. Sometimes we've had people on the show because we're like. Maybe it'll be good for our listeners yeah, yeah, yeah. more so than going. We'd love, but in our hearts, it's legit. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I I find that a lot of the time when you're doing, you know, when you release music and you kind of go around and you talk to everybody, I find it's it's really hard to talk to people that actually ask good, good questions that mm. actually dig further than just. Um, What's your new song about? What yeah. did you do? How what have you been doing the last? Well, we years? not we read the some of the nominations for the Arias a few weeks ago. By the time this probably is released, and um and I said that actually in front of that big scary room because the music industry is pretty scary. And I yeah. said, look, we're not your conventional nights music show. Um, we love and support Aussie music our way, and we're thrilled to be here. But it was nervy because you know mm. we've got this kind of we go up against on our radio show real you know, hits, hits, like this is what it is. This yeah. is, who, you know, music. And we still love to have people like yourself in the studio, but we like to talk about your life, like and yeah. how, I don't know, how you come to that song, which is exactly what we want to talk about yeah. today. And I think that's what's kind of missing in Australia, those kind of in-depth, deep, um, meaningful conversations mm. that kind of bridge the gap and push the boundaries out and kind of have those mm. uncomfortable conversations. Welcome and to the Yeah, welcome. Oh, here I'm we so are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the thing, this in the is, end, yeah. it ends up feeding back into the music stuff anyway. It does. You know, like there's... Of course, there, we've got interest. But like, there is nothing better than driving home from work, listening to a song and then knowing where it came from. Totally. It's a oh. different connection when you're like... I've, you when know the their Calvin story Harris and, and their Taylor life Swift stuff and, came oh. out, and you were like, she kind of wrote it or someone wrote it. I was like, I just kept listening to that song and I was it changes and you're hearing it. things in All a different way. This different space. Totally. Well, I grew up obsessing over music and trying to find, it was before social media, mm. so you're mm. trying to find as much as you can about the artists and the songs mm. and watch every interview that mm. you possibly can. Mm. I so would always look at the back too, special thanks. The I'd special be like, thanks. You oh, want to see who they're like yes. kind of giving a nickname to. Yes. And oh my God, you would froth over the oh, all the Kylie Minogue covers Well, I know everybody. Stuff, like her best mate, her yeah. assistant, yeah. like her, I knew her manager. I'm Kylie obsessed. So, Everything and Leanne's still with her at PA. PS, oh, I love that you know that. <laughs> I, I love that you know that. Kylie's P 
PA in Bali and lost my mind. Did that's you say? Funny. Did How you do I justify her? that to people I'm with? I'm like, yeah. that's Leanne, and they're like, oh, who the fuck is Leanne? And I'm like, <laughs> Kylie's PA. They're like, Kylie. Who? I'm like, Kylie Minogue. I was like that. I've seen. I've seen both. Be uh, I saw Beyonce's makeup artist, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so done. And then I saw. Um, I saw Mario Kim Kardashian's um, oh, makeup yeah. artist yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, of yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. hotel as me, and I was sitting in the lift, and I all of a sudden just went really weird. And my husband was like, what the fuck, what are you doing? Who would, why are you being such a weirdo? I was like, it's Mario. It's Mario. How do you not know? How do you it's, not know that that's you Mario? Get, you're at star power if people are looking for your people. Your people. Yeah. And then yeah. getting starstruck by your people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's big. Yeah. yeah, that is big. Very, very good. Love it. Um, all right, let's start the show, the podcast. We each bring a gem to the table. But this week... You've got a gem that, as we spoke about before we introduced, that we want to create an episode around because we think that the stuff that you're going to talk about really uh, relates to both of us individually in very different ways and very similar ways in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it is all really linked around addiction mm. this week. And mm-hmm. so we're going to turn Philip the Duck off, who's usually our timer that spots in between topics. Okay. Um, and we're just going to – we're going to just – Yes. Yep. I was looking for a I music knew you term. Were. I was right in your brain. <laughs> Thanks, because sometimes you make me hesitate because I'm not in like no music like you. Because Chrissy <laughs> sings and she's very musical, and I love music, but I don't know the technical. Super things. poetic. Yeah. Sometimes I don't. I don't. I, I don't even say anything, and you're just like, stop looking at me like that. And I'm. Like, I'm sorry that that is my face, <laughs> but I was right in there. So yeah, I love it. Let's yeah. riff. Let's riff. But let's tell us. You'll tell everybody why. You know your gem essentially, and what you want to bring. To the table this week. Well, I was I was thinking about you know I I've been getting asked and you're talking about that you do all these interviews and people don't really ask you deep questions and I've been I've been talking about my new song Not Too Late and what it's all about and you know it's on the surface it's about starting over it's not too late to start over again but really when when mm. I wrote this song there was something deeper that I was thinking about and people that I was thinking about when I was writing it and you know in our lives we all have to face huge decisions and and big challenges and and big hurdles that can sometimes be pivotal moments in our lives they can set us completely off course Mm. or bring us back into line Mm. and they're terrifying those Mm. times are terrifying and when I was writing this song I was thinking about my own um it's not too late we're talking about mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I was thinking about my own struggles and and but but mostly I was thinking about a friend of mine who is in a relationship with somebody who he's kind of been with for about five years and um, initially their relationship was great and you kind of started to learn about this guy that he'd been in rehab, in and out of rehab when he was younger with pretty heavy drugs. I think it was, I think it was actually heroin. Mm-hmm. So it was really hardcore and he'd kind of found his way out of however lost he was and, and was had I think he'd kind of dealt with his demons but they'd a couple of years into their relationship, they were having the time of their lives, but all of a sudden I think he started, his demons were really fighting to mm. kind of come to the surface and come mm. out. And um, he... And that's what people don't understand as well. I call them demons too. Yeah. I think it's not, it's not choices. No. no. It's and and it's, it's, it's kind of hard as an outsider to, to watch somebody go through that. If mm. you mm-hmm. don't, haven't had some, I've never had somebody close to me that's, struggled with it or gone through it and to start with even just as my friend would come to me and talk to me and I'm going mm. well he's just he's just being a 
Yeah, he's a just dick. being but a dick. Just yeah. telling to stop. Yeah, yeah. Or why just can't give he it stop? Up? Party days yeah. are over. All this yeah. days, you know. But it yeah. came. It came. It started to become really clear to us that it it wasn't just he he wasn't just wanting yeah. to drink all the time. He couldn't help it, and he's really st- struggling. And to watch their relationship just deteriorate and just absolutely fall apart was it's heartbreaking because my friend himself is is quite lost and he's mm, of um, he struggles himself with things and but he's trying to be the one hold the glue that's holding this relationship together with somebody who's not even putting in any effort and and it's it was i think that in itself is such a hard thing too to watch because your friend is obviously trying to help his you know his partner yeah go through what they're going through but then also sometimes that means you forget to look after yourself totally so watching him not only you know like see you know his his other half and the person that he loves go through that but then also forgetting to care for himself and caring for the other person yeah and then he goes into a downward spiral of his own miserable but the thing like he he got to a point where he just and you know how much can you fight for someone who doesn't want to be fought for how much can you um try to make something work or try to help someone who doesn't want to be helped and he really just he 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 has been struggling so much with it and you know they've they're married so when you get married you make a vow for better for worse and sickness and in health and you want to be there for that person and he also knew and I think who he was yeah yeah yeah. which is amazing in itself because your friend sounds like an incredible person there'd be so many people that would just walk. You yeah. know, the second they found out, God, you've been in re- you know, yeah. walk the other way. Mm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you then choose your life to be completely about, you know, instability and all the kinds of things that come with addiction. And absolutely sidelining your own happiness yeah. for years and years and years to try and help somebody. And so he's, when, yeah. Yeah, but not too late, did, did something come back? Like how the song from this story, is it kind of like a plea almost for him to know it's not well, I kind of took it as, as as a hopeful thing that hoping you know because my friend has been holding on to hope that one day his partner's going to turn around and and everything's going to be okay mm. and that something's going to click mm. and it's all going to fall back into place the way that it was and mm. and be as great as it was before mm. but and that was at the point it was when when I was writing this song but now it's it's actually gotten to the point where it's over for the two of them and He's kind of it's it, it's it's scary because that with with addiction it's it's such a deep struggle and you know you don't he he doesn't know if he's going to come home one day mm. he doesn't know if he's going to get a phone call and and be told he's in the hospital he's a he's about to we're about to let him go you know, like every single day he mm. wakes up with that burden and it's it's absolutely broken him and this person that used to be vivacious and loving and caring and giving mm. and the life of the party is now a shell of of who he used to be because he's it's almost like he's lost himself in trying to find his partner and it's just mm. it's, yeah it's, and i I've, i'm a daughter of um of yeah a form of addiction mm. and as a you know having that person in your life is something that is just constant instability yeah not you it can go it goes it can also have thoughts where you go to the dark place but when it's functioning and when things are on the outside pretty good and and for years at hand things can be really good you Mm. know that's the Mm. thing that a lot of people don't understand with addiction it you don't get cured like yeah, it, I think it's, it's something there, in your personality. Yeah. Yeah. I I have an addictive personality, and there'd be 
you know, like addictive personalities everywhere. We're not yeah. calling it what it mm-hmm. should be, you know. And often it wasn't really labelled the way that it was because, you know, there, uh, we've spoken about so many times on the show this idea of, um, you know, an addict or an alcoholic or these kinds of p- pictures that people put on means that you're homeless with a brown paper bag on the street. That's not what no. addiction looks like. No. It can be everybody amongst you at work, people Absolutely. that are great people because they are. It's not who people are. Yeah. It's a it's Part an illness. It's, it's an yeah. illness. Yeah. Um so the kind of idea that I it's interesting because um I've worked really closely with this person and we're very good mates and um and it's but it is that kind of setting boundaries and having an idea of going within and trying to build your worth to know what your worth is first and foremost to yeah. be able to continue to have them in your life because otherwise it's just a one-way street a lot of the time yeah. and to be able to say no and put boundaries up because I think when I learned that putting boundaries up and kind of not always answering the phone at certain times of the night or you know not being sure does that at first I, um, feel hard because from the outside you could feel almost selfish in doing that because oh, it's it's not just hard. It would be it, heartbreaking because yeah. you want to help. Yeah, mm. and you also don't know the result. You don't know by that one yeah. call or that one kind of thing. What you don't means. really know what's mm. going. And as much as it might not have ever been, you know, evidence to be that dark as your friend has gone through, you never really know with people that suffer from addiction. You'd never mm. really know what day are they in today, yeah. you know? And yeah. you can still have someone that's been five years completely on the right track, but there's always, especially as a child of it, there's always this like uh, rockiness and instability mm. yeah. that you have that you you never know anything for sure. Because there can always be a a, just a, mm. a trigger that, that gets flicked and... Mm progress is just out the window for a while you know and so it is it's the yeah setting up those boundaries and and i think what i've learned is setting up the boundaries being the best thing ever because i've been able to be there better than i can romantically i don't i don't know how you know yeah i think but it's family because you can kind of you can switch off in a way you can kind of switch off because you're not necessarily living with them of course with, with a partner it would be so hard because I just think about the the stories that my friend would tell me about waking up and he would literally go out into the the living room and there would be blood everywhere. Oh my god! And not know how he would just yeah. find him laying in a pool of blood somewhere because he's got he's gone out, he's bought five bottles of vodka, oh, he's smashed them, and he's just tried to destroy this house and himself. And you, as a in a in a relationship, it's hard to escape yeah. that, and you can't not answer the phone because they're right there. And it, like I I don't know how he's been able to to cope with it. As a friend, how yeah. do you how do you support that? Because it's so You're hard. You're thinking of your friend first and foremost, but yes. then a lot of his... Because my friend is like my family now. Yeah, but know? then a lot of his happiness would come from seeing his partner happy too. Totally. So then... And I've seen I've seen how when they first got together, my friend just became this the yeah. happiest he's ever yeah, been in his yeah, whole yeah. life. And now he's the most miserable he's ever been. And as a friend, I to start with... I didn't quite understand that addiction was something that that he had been dealing with. Mm. I didn't. I thought it was just a, a new thing, but it wasn't yeah. until kind of a year ago that he really told me, no, he was he was like a heroin addict when he was eighteen, and to hear that it, it kind of changed my approach anyway because I was constantly like, get out of there. He's he's doing nothing but destroy your relationship, and he's 
sabotaging everything that you guys have kind of and built it's so together. Hard because and the, you know, but now it, you, I can't. You have it's to so be a lot more sensitive now yeah. because there and is. And he's a person. Totally. And no it's complex. No one chooses mm. to live no. their life no. like that. No. no one is going, if I have a choice today, I'm going to smash five vodka bottles and end up bleeding for no. my partner to find me. Yeah. No one is choosing that. No, and I think the thing the thing with him is is that there there are it, it, there are there are really deep seated issues that he really hasn't dealt with yet, and yeah. that's why he's turning he's turning to to alcohol and drugs that's to, right. to to, that's to deal with the emotions, with yeah. and he's not getting the help that he needs. And you know they live in America, and it's 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 even harder to have i think in australia mental health is is so much more of a priority for mm. our citizens but in in the us it's you kind of just get swallowed up by the the system over yeah. there i can't even imagine cuz even with the stories that i've been telling like it's never got to a, it's never at a, anywhere near a point where someone's in a pool of blood yeah. but then also i think in this country we have this really subtle alcoholism thing that mm. is completely full and rife of addiction mm. but it's very accepted it's very yeah. much accepted well, as a way like of a part life. of culture here yeah, the, and the binge drinking so is. when you look at some stories which a lot of the time in my situation people would look at it and go there's nothing wrong there like are you joking yeah, and I'm like, on a saturday and get smashed yeah, like yeah. and he might you know what do you mean like oh my parents were like that mm. and i'm like yeah but i'm calling it because i want i want the truth and i yeah you know i'm not going to just turn a blind eye when and it's it's hard also in the subtleties that's of, the hardest part though as it's, it's not as hardcore as some yeah. stories but the subtle the subtle stories are just it's the as subtle in their own way. I think it's the subtle consistency of it. And as somebody that's struggled with addiction, mm. I um, have spoken a lot about on on the radio show and on this podcast about really having a lot of demons when it comes to alcoholism. And um, you know, and and I'm a blackout drunk, so I mean, never to the point where I'm waking up in a pool of my own blood mm. but I reckon maybe I don't know one in three one in four times where I would drink in a social situation I would wake up and have absolutely zero memory of what I did who yeah, I wow. spoke to where I was and it's just fucking and terrifying. is it just a, is it just a you get past a certain point yeah and then always it's just it's all out war with the with with the bottle she, and you know At what that point so is that like you said though I think and it's not even not until I started working on it, and I clocked over twelve months uh, sober, yeah. not a not a sip of alcohol about uh, I think maybe five weeks ago. Yeah, um, Ooh, and that's amazing. Good on you. Yeah, thanks. I think, um, but I do think what you said earlier about your your friend's partner not really having an idea that these are underlying issues that you're not dealing with. So then it's coming out to play in other areas. Yeah. And people have different yes. demons. So it's alcohol, it's gambling, it's work. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's sex. Food. Yeah. There's so food. many different yeah. ways. But, but until you start looking at it deep, I was like, I, I remember I've spoken to Stacey about it over years going, oh, well, you know, and can you, were you the one that were like, maybe this is something, that maybe there's something going on that is so subconscious 
you know, that it's not like, oh, I was crazy bullied as a kid or my parents didn't love me or, you know, these. It can be the tiniest oh, little But thing. there was so much underlying and it wasn't until I started going to a therapist and really delving deep because I'm like, I've got a good life. I've got a partner of what like have I got to eight and a half about? years. Yeah. I'm all right in a financial position. I love my job. I've got a good family. I've got no reason to have these issues with alcohol. I just think I have one too many and then I go over the edge and I become a bit aggressive and I wake up and I don't remember anything. And yeah. surely there's nothing else. But it's amazing when you go deeper and deeper in those elements of kind of self-worth and not trusting yourself. And it and after being sober for a year, there was this element of me where I was like, shit. There was this fear where I thought I was almost scared to drink again. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And it was such an amazing exercise over that 12 months because it taught me so much about um, self-confidence and self-worth. And there were a lot of the things that I struggled with, mm. being in social situations and feeling a bit uncomfortable, yeah. feeling a bit out of sorts and feeling as though I had to be the party friend that was a bit wild. So mm. I would drink to compensate. And that's why you would take the drink so that and you that's could feel why. that confidence? Mm. That's why. Mm. Because I imagined that my friends wanted to, me to be that person. No, they didn't. That and was terrible. But... Um, on, so two weeks ago I had the, I had a drink for the first time in, in over a year. And, and it's shocking. I think everyone, because it, because it was been this big journey and then Chrissy had said on air, I'm an alcoholic, I am a binge, you know, it's all defined really clearly in, 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 um, what's the word? It's all defined in the way these things are. It's all very uh, categorized, I should yep. say. So if yep. you've called that on air, yep. then it's like, and you've well, that t- you're, given it you're a never title. drinking again. But like that was that, a, and yeah. if you do, you you're you're fucked. There yeah, was tr- so like, I was like I was like oh, I tried vegan for a month and then now everyone's like why are you eating meat? I'm like oh, no, I just said I was going to do that for a month. It's there the is same. So you can't change mind. It is crazy. Yeah. There was so much pressure on the day. So it was grand final day. I was in <laughs> Melbourne with my friends, right? And and I'd said to myself. And I journal every night, and I was reading back through because it was like reaching out one year Have was you a big thing, journaled? right? Uh, or was it in after? the last year? Yeah, okay. yeah. Through working this through this stuff, I've yep. just found it super therapeutic. It really is. And I ju- and I uh, had been r- writing <laughs> soon, where I was like coming up to a year, and I was because everyone would ask like, "Do you think you'll ever drink again?" And I was always like, oh, I don't know. "Yeah, don't know. I'll get to that." But then my I don't know. My I reframed the way I was thinking about things. I was like, I'll have a drink again at some point, just not really now. Yeah. And then it changed to, I'm just going to get to the 12 months and then I'll kind of reassess. And it's, 
I didn't want to put pressure on it to be like, maybe I'll make it this big occasion. Like where a party. I'm to, having a drink. I'll wait till Christy is so internal. Oh, what yeah, I realised the so last <laughs> few days even, like we still learn so much about each other, but as we were, I'm like, bleh. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, mm. And I'm like, I feel so exposed. I'm I, like, that's because I, you fucking know what is going no, on in my head. I have no idea what's going on in but yours. But I really relate to that. I'm a lot like that too. I internalise everything. Yeah. Everything. And I think that's just like, it's amazing as you get older, how much you start to learn about yourself when you can actually, and I was going to ask you, did you know that you had that problem, that, you, that, that it was a problem to start with? Because... Like growing up, you, the way that you grow up and the way you learn to deal with things and you, you um, protect yourself unknowingly mm. as a kid mm. um, and, and you become someone that internalises And I'm such an avoider too. I, I ha- mm. Confrontation, but... I'll walk away from everything. I will like back out of a conversation if it's uncomfortable. I don't face things. And I, I really relate to, to that you internalise everything yeah. because the, it's just... I think I knew. So then when she drank, it was like, what? Because there'd be no Do real you know talk what? of it. Do you know how? I'm thinking she should drink again. Do, I so felt... I had a beer on Saturday. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Yeah, I wow. felt... I was like, good for you. And I, I'm intuitive, so I'm also like, hmm, I read her like a sister. Like, it's yeah. crazy. So I, I thought you would, but it's still a shock. Like I felt working well, so nervous, so... and. And guilt is a big thing that I've had to work through a lot also yeah. where I almost felt like the next day I'm like, do I make an announcement? Do I tell my Do I tell my family? Uh, I'm like, oh, I had a drink. Like, like, And that's something I'm like, that's my old way of thinking where I'm like, no, this whole exercise, this whole 12 months has been about getting in a place where you trust yourself. Mm. You don't have – like I'm accountable to myself and I know I'm in a good place and that whole entire mm. day I was toying with, I'm su- as I said, so internal and that's why I just stopped drinking for a while because the self-dialogue was fucking exhausting. Mm. Do I have a drink? How many have I had now? I'll have a beer. Because you did at the longer? beginning try to yeah, pull back. Yeah, and I back. tried and she, it didn't work. And yeah, how, she, how, she tried to, how cut, did you pull back? How many drinks did you have? I had four drinks. Yeah, but even and, then, and what in your head? What's going on? So I got and and the whole but the whole thing I was like, all so it was all day. So I'd been out from midday and it was at ten p.m. that I mm-hmm. had a, had a beer. So that entire day, and I just thought every time I was going to the bar, I would just as I have been doing for twelve months. Oh, everyone's doing rounds. Oh, can I just grab a soda water? Or oh, I'll feeling frisky. I'll have a Red Bull. And then Woo. I thought well, next time I go to the bar, and if I really feel that again and I want to have a beer I'm just going to order it and I'm I'm going to be okay because I'm going to be okay I trust yeah. myself I've done the work I don't have one sip of booze and then automatically go back to where I was a year and a half ago yeah no and you also need to explore like I think everybody what we live in and my kinesiologist said behind endometriosis I'm going through that at the moment was that women live in excess so it's mm. all or nothing we oh really my God, you're struggle my language. with totally. the balance and yep. it takes so much more courage and strength to kind of play around and try and find that you might not be able to maybe you'll have a blowout you'll go back you're you know you don't really know that's how i felt in a way i felt like avoiding alcohol altogether and i know there's been a lot of justification over the years so for me it's really important to separate what is justification of shit behavior and what is actually being truthful and i thought that if i i i was hard yeah it's full on and i think living and continuing to be sober out of fear because it's all about mm. like you can have the same external like you can still be sober but if the reason I'm sober is because I'm I don't fucking trust myself and I'm so terrified yeah 
that is also not a great place to no, be in. No, because that can and also I, fall I'm, away very easily. And I'm not trusting myself and I'm in a place yeah. where you're like, you can't have a drink, otherwise you'll well, revert all the way back. It's kind of self-sabotage but, and that's, a little bit. But that's bit, yeah. where I started to go a bit where I was like, if you – yeah, it's the all or nothing thing, mm. right? And then I was I was sober for a little while, knowing that I, pro- knowing that I was doing that out of fear a little bit. So I ordered that beer and I held it for about five minutes. And my friend said, "You I'm sure? Shitting myself. You're right. I know, got, right? We got yeah. two Coronas. I was and genuinely I was looking. So over, lol at the Corona. Like I, that was a Corona. I was looking <laughs> I was over. Like, what did you get? Like you I know, got a like, did you get a did you get a uh, pale ale or, or something? I yeah, got yeah. a freaking Corona. Like and I was quite refreshing. I was very refreshing. Did you have any lime in it? Yeah, lime I did. Lemon. I had a lime. Okay, great. I was looking over my shoulder because I was thinking. I feel now such a responsibility after sharing, you know, this whole journey yeah, on that's air. Yeah, true Where too. I thought, what a, yeah. I thought, do I have to say out loud on the radio show that now I'm going to drink in case someone sees me? Sees you out and, and then, then calls takes you a photo out for it. And then says, you're a liar. Yeah. And, I, and it, w- it was a moment where I was like, nah, you got this. This is okay. It's your life. Because if you're making it, it's, if, it's an, if it's a you thing and it's a you decision and a choice that you're making for yourself not for everyone else, not thinking about everyone else. And if you believe that you've got that under control, you don't have to feel that guilt of that's oh, right. What, what if what mm. is someone going to think? What is what if what if somebody takes that photo and what if someone calls me out? Yeah, that you've got to kind of that guilt must be. And I and I didn't feel guilty. Yeah, I felt awesome. really good, empowered. I had, almost. Yeah, yeah, I did. I had like four sips and I felt tipsy. Well, really? Yeah. I, was, I was like Jesus. Yeah. It was, so you had two Coronas and you had four Coronas in total? I had two Coronas and I had two gin and tonics at the other place. So, yeah, so a gin and tonic yeah. would have me on the floor crying, even just one. Really? Yeah, you've got to be careful yeah. with gin. Yeah. That's right. But so I'm that was, loving gin But right I now. was like spacing. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, With yeah. an IV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So uh, that was over the space of from 10 till 2. So I was like, in my head, I was like, I had one drink an hour. And that was still... Everyone was in the thick, so that in the thick of it, like so. You're still saying, "Nah, I'm good. I'm okay." And I still, for a few rounds, got a soda water. Yeah. And you've got to be careful, you know, because your girls, your girls are big drinkers. They big drinkers. So and they is, can handle their alcohol yeah, too. So could I um, when I was there. Like it <laughs> changes. Yeah. I think as you get older, because I'm a little bit older. But um, the interesting question that you were asking before, Ricky, was um, about how do you how did you did you did you always think you had a problem or how do you know or did yeah. you think because it was interesting because of a, a kid of addiction I think I came I I would overanalyze myself so mm, when yeah. I would drink look I had definitely episodes and, and carried on and moved to London and would just smash myself silly but all of those instances were me trying to find my boundary with it and, and exploring yeah. and I was obviously in an environment big family, big drinkers, love kind of a good time, love a dance, all that kind of stuff. So it was f- it was so hard to find the balance of going, I am not my, um, you know, I am not the same as yeah. this particular family member. Um, and I also don't have to hi- like hide. Like I, it took yeah. me a really long yeah. time to be able to get an understanding of who I was in that situation because yeah. you can't, you, everybody goes, well, I know a lot, of, most people have gone out and, gotten blind and fucking hated themselves the next day yeah. and then i'm like does this mean i'm like yeah, Am I, like them? yeah. yeah. Well, my, I mean my my own family as well have i i grew up and i don't have an addictive personality mm. and but so i i sat back watching i feel i feel my so envious family. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm so, yeah. I'm, I mean, I feel very lucky because there are so many people in my family, but I, you know, watched my, my parents even just partying all the time. And I grew up, I know that feeling of resentment and watching them and thinking you're an embarrassment mm. and I hate mm. what you're doing and I hate the way you're acting and I hate the way that you forget about me when 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 you're this off. is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. and I hate the way that this makes me feel and there's there's all of those feelings and I remember that they were so strong growing up and I think I had a real issue you know in in my late teenage years when I was kind of becoming a woman and and I was really coming into myself I I had real problems with with the way that they were living their life and did that make you go the opposite it totally did my brother went that way and i went oh but this is cool the life of the party i went no and i'm still the life of the party like i have a drink and all of that but i watched the way that they like drugs are just not i can't it's it's too it's i have a really grossed out attitude towards drugs because i've seen a lot of it in my life but i grew up watching my family and saying i i never ever want to be like you mm. and i and i i think that's why when i even when i drink of course we all have our nights where we go yeah. out and we get yeah, hammered yeah, yeah, yeah. but even when i drink i never get most of my friends i think they've only ever seen me twice get to that point where i'm the messy one i'm mm. never the messy one i'm mm. always together you, are you always you, you so you don't like that feeling of being out of control i just don't like i i it's it's less it's more that I don't ever want anyone to look at me through the eyes that I ever looked at mm, you right. know my mum and my dad when yeah. they were mm. getting hammered and I just I like to be in control yeah, yeah. I like to I like to still be myself and yeah. still be able to have a sentence and and I think as well because when I go out there are people that come up to me and they want to take yeah. photos yeah, or they want to talk to you and that's another element too I never wanted I never want anyone to walk away from meeting me going oh my god and I'm she's a, bit a trash saying like that with yeah. even people that might not wreck it like no one's recognizing me like they're recognizing you but my point is i think i also ha- um grew a little bit more dignity too it was like this kind of i like to go out and have a like i fucking will argue and have great robust kind of conversations with the next person yeah but it's also there's something nice on the weekends where it's just nice to also sit in a bit of grace mm. and be totally. a bit of chill. Like I rather than it being mm. so But as you get older too, here. do you find that you like, I just want to have drinks at home. Oh my God. Yeah, that's I don't want to go. Like, I don't, I, I don't remember the oh last time I went to like a bar. I'm into it. I'm too... so into it. And I fought it for so long, especially when I was single. Yeah. I was single for five years. Yeah. And you love you Saturday, Saturday night. Just stay at home. Oh my God. Saturday night. I felt like I couldn't. And then I said, Christy, I stayed at home on Saturday night by myself, had pasta, a glass of red wine and was in bed by 10.30 yep. or even in bed by 12 and watched whatever I wanted. Yeah, it's kind of the like, best. Sometimes. It is like a fucking, sometimes, I love it. Oh, I mean, I, that's that's oh. when I got really, like, I, and I love having I people over myself, still. But when like I, get, when yeah. I got really fat, it was when I was single and I was just at home eating like all the pizza. <laughs> I would order, no, I would, I would like order, I would order like three large pizzas and then I'd get through the second one and be like, "Eh, I don't really feel like pizza anymore. Maybe I'll have some Thai. Then I would order, I would order Thai and they would ask how many people and it was six people. It was six, enough for six people. What the fuck? It was just for you? 
That's, yeah, that's, that was just for me. Enough well, try for we six might have people. to do another episode on food. Exercise. Yes, oh, that's, sorry. Um, that's next week, yeah, guys. Yeah. We start a new podcast, Getting Deep with Ricky Lee. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real market for this shit. I'm serious. Um, that is Philip, who's wrapping up the entire episode. It's I love been it. very different and very unique. I know. But um, thank you so much for opening up and allowing that conversation to happen. Of I course. Think a lot of people like to listen mm. not maybe say but like to listen totally to and i and think when people can hear like i listen to podcasts as well and I, I when you hear that other people are going through what you're going through that maybe you can't even vocalize yet mm. you don't even necessarily oh, know sometimes yeah. you don't it's, even you don't even know no yeah and it's, it's, it's i not, think it's important to to kind of put a mirror up to yourself every now and then and and check it all out and, and analyse what's going on and how you're feeling and why you're feeling a certain way. And Oh, we are. It's one of the hard, but that is one of the hardest things to do, I think. Well, as women, to, I think it's hard to, 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 to criticise yourself and be honest. you're constantly yeah, being fighting. barraged with yep. criticism and judgement mm. and, and all you want is mm. to not have that. And the most important criticism and the most important judgement, I think, has to come from yourself. Mm. Mm. I'm feeling in that place at the moment. Like a, I'm really ready to be, especially into next year a bit of a student again I've done mm. so much self-work on myself and I feel like I got to the end in numerology I think they say it's nine years or ten years. I don't know there's a number it's not mm. a decade but it's basically the same yeah in um kind of Chinese horoscope they think it's like a nine or eleven year kind of decade yeah and I felt like I did so much work on myself and got to the end of that decade and kind of was feeling like I n- not knew it all but was like hey you want advice I got all this advice and now I feel like I'm beginning again Mm. That's like a nice like thing. It is, but it's like, what the fuck? I thought this was done. It's never it done. It never it's is. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I I find that it's like a challenge. I find it really exciting. Well, creatively, it it's going yes. to be schmick because yeah. that's the beginning. Because even our boss is like, girls are getting a bit preachy. Because yeah. we, you know, we're like, <laughs> hey, work we on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to and, us. And, and our, our whole brand was built on kind of being inquisitive and, and asking questions. But you questions can't be and, inquisitive if you think you know the answer. And I was getting to, yeah, I got to that end bit and now mm. I feel like I'm at a whole, I've not felt this, I don't think I've felt this fresh slate in oh, like six years, like and a yeah. long time. But this That's often awesome. happens with us. Like we're very much on the exact same page but in very, very different ways. Oh, good Like Lord. I'm feeling the exact I'm feeling very similar in the sense it's like this new bit, this new chapter and starting again with, you know, like in a really good way from a good place, but then very, very differently. Yeah, totally. I'm like in on Saturday night. Chrissy's single now and out. But, I, but I've started. Oh, you've switched your. Yeah, we've But I've started going flipped. out. I've started going out now because before I didn't at all because I didn't trust myself. Do you, do you, do you find it, um, do you find it? scary to be going out and kind dabbling, of dabbling like, yeah. and and being I out think i just have to keep telling myself it doesn't have to be all or nothing yeah just because i've now had a drink doesn't mean that every single time i go out i have to Woo, drink. let's get drunk i know yeah. how to be sober yeah so i can yes it's so overrated that level oh like, i hate so that overrated. yeah i totally it's quite overrated i mean although, getting to this like says the girl that wants to drink every weekend i like well. alcohol a lot <laughs> yeah, she does. i'm not drinking I'm at same. the moment because i've got some health bullshit going on um but oh like, just i would drink everything too yeah like, all there's of- not you know people like oh God, i'm not really a rose girl oh Pass over, pass, pass over here. I'll take it. Over here, I'll take it. As long as it's nice. Are you, are you gonna finish that? I'm at, oh. I'm at this point of I'm at this point of quality. You know, yeah. like quality. If it's, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 
it is that balanced bit. It's I feel comfy in that at the moment, but yeah, I who knows. But hashtag trust. No, that's it. Word hashtag of the trust. Episode. Yeah, yeah, we trust yourself. Trust yourself. Now, trust yourself, girl. This conversation all began um, because of Ricky Lee's new single, "Not Too Late." It's on iTunes if you want to grab it um, and make sure you check her out. Give her a follow on the Ricky Lee. If you are finding us through Ricky Lee, say hi too. Hello, yeah. that's really nice. Um, Instagram and Twitter is the ha- the Ricky Lee handle. Um, if you want to listen to any of the other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find those. Um, throw us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. Honest thoughts only welcome. Guys, Don't I'm going to go back and us. binge listen to absolutely oh, everything. That's the best. I feel like you guys are like my be- my new best friends. That's yeah, girl. well, yeah. Yes. we all live in the same town. Yeah. Yeah. This can happen. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You'll have a Corona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make sure we get you soda yeah, waters yeah. in between yeah, our, yeah, yeah. our bottles. I'll have a soda water I'll in between too. It's probably best for me as well. Yeah, okay. We all just, you know. Don't make me lost here in the cocktail. I'm already thinking of the cocktail bar we can go to. And. I mean, it's all about opera bar. I love yeah. opera bar. Yeah, I, like I was when I first. Okay, we'll people, take, write, okay. people write <laughs> it off because it's touristy, but it's very. That's what yeah. I was going to say. But but risky, it's fucking touristy. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. it's yeah. epic. It's yeah. just. Epic. Oh no! You just you bang your elbows out yeah. and you get a spot yeah. and you sit on the edge of the and water. Don't, don't be afraid. No, no, you don't leave. All right. Well, see you there. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.